Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mattress Direct Hot Stove Show live from the Design mm. Air Heating and Cooling Studios in Jupiter, Florida. Dan, you look good, and you know I what? Feel you're, great. You're getting a tan, yeah, and I'm jealous of that. I get well, red, you get tan. Well, here's your deal, Tim. When you come down here and you cover uh, spring training, mm-hmm. and you yourself are a legit journo, as uh, many of us know, right. you'll be outside waiting for the professional athletes to gather and and find their families and find their golf clubs. And that's when you line up the interviews. That's right. And when you're outside waiting for the uh, pro athletes to gather with their families and loved ones and get their golf clubs and find themselves on the beach or the uh, the golf course, that's when you line up the interviews and that's when you get your tan. <laughs> and that's when you find yourself really immersed and you say, this is why, this is why I went to college. <laughs> to get that degree and by the way as i like to always do uh the first telecast of the season will be saturday on fox sports midwest the pause is what makes it well it does the pause and kind of the smile yeah you give it a little little just a a, that pregnant pause just kind of really delivers it i and i think that's what just it just hammers it home i don't know what chris has done here for us chris is uh from espn west palm beach and he's uh he's our director here down in florida but i'm looking at the feed and look at this it looks like it looks like i'm like i'm seven feet tall and you're five you're, you're my height you know like five one you may eat me here you may just, <laughs> i don't just, know just what it is me up with but i love it whatever whatever effects we're using to make me look bigger i'm going to just be shot through the rest of my life hey we have big doings here today outside of our discussion uh coming up and you can uh, comment on twitter on facebook and on youtube we have been talking about giving away this spring training trip for uh, about a month now, and it's courtesy of Mattress Direct. And Dan, look here what we have. Yeah. Pat McKern of Mattress awesome. Direct has Pat, right thank here. thank you for everything. He's, yes, he's been indeed. great with us. The, the presenting sponsor, Mattress yep. Direct. There they are. There they yep. are. Uh, we have a winner, and the winner was drawn last night. Let's see. Wentzville had 26 entries. Uh, Ballin had 16 entries. St. Charles and St. Peter's. 14 entries, and uh, St. Peter's location is uh, where the winner came from, per what Pat tells me. And here is your winner. I don't believe we have a drum roll sound effect. If I could, I would. If you could, you would. Maybe you're kind of waiting for me to do it. I thought thought Chris might bust it out. I thought Chris might bust it out. The winner is Sarah Golden. Awesome. Sarah Golden. I wonder if Sarah plays golf, because we'll probably be playing a little we'll golf. We'll be playing a little golf coming up yeah. here in a couple of weeks. Uh, she'll be on her way down here, uh, I guess it's two weeks from tomorrow, for our spring training giveaway. She will be flown with a guest round trip to Palm Beach International and stay at PGA National Resort and enjoy uh, Cardinal Baseball on Saturday. I would imagine that's on Fox Sports Midwest. No, you, gotta, you didn't do it. Right. I didn't do the pause. I didn't do the, didn't do gotta, the pregnant pause. And then yeah. I got to kind of smile yeah. at the uh, camera. I just right. don't. I don't have that. Uh, and uh, it's against the Astros at Roger Dean Stadium. Sarah Golden, the winner of the Mattress cool. Direct Spring Training Giveaway. Congratulations to Sarah. And uh, we will be reaching out to you and setting up your travel arrangements. Congratulations. You are headed to Jupiter, Florida for Cardinal Spring Training and staying at PGA National, courtesy of Mattress Direct, our presenting sponsor here on the show. All local. They're online at stlmattress.com. Thank you to Pat McKern and his incredible staff for sponsoring us and for sponsoring the spring training trip. So, Dan. Yes, sir. It's early. No games yet. Yeah. But news. 
News, news, yeah. news with Carlos Martinez. Disappointed there. Shut down for two weeks. I, I thought the way, by the way, I thought the way, by the way, I, I don't know if that I, I, it, I it followed flows. it. I followed it. I um, liked it. I followed it. I thought the way Mike Schilt handled that was beautifully done. I mean, that was kind of like PR 101. Um, he was asked, number one, initially out, out of the gate that day, okay, who's going to... Um, start Saturday. This was a, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And, you know, he said, okay, it's going to be Michaelis. He's going to go on this day and uh, Flaherty's going to pitch here and here's who's going to follow. And this is what we're looking at. And uh, one of the writers said, okay, well, how many pitches would you expect? He said, well, right, right around 40. And, and if things go well uh, at that point, you know, we'll, we'll play it by ear. Um, and then, you know, you know, 40 ish, 45, blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, we're mm-hmm. shutting down Carlos. Before anybody could ask, he right. said, "You know, we're we're going to shut down Carlos Martinez for uh, two weeks, two weeks yeah. and this is why." Then you're probably going to ask, "This did he have an MRI?" Yes, and he went into the, you know, it's no structural damage. It's similar to what happened last year. Uh, this is where we're at. This is why we're. I mean, he just controlled the message, and I, I thought he did it brilliantly. Um, and I just, I just thought he left no stone unturned with it. And so as I think as fans and we in the media came away, like, okay, there, there's control of the situation. There wasn't yeah. a lot, you know, you don't need to dig. Um, it's a similar situation to what he's had. Uh, and there wasn't a lot of question marks with right. it. Um, you know, it's a similar situation. It's not like he's going to have surgery. It's not like it's a, a deal that this is something that they haven't dealt with before. And, what it does do is maybe not make him available for opening day, which I don't think he would have been the opening day starter anyway. I okay, think would he would have, have gone Michaelis? with Michaelis. Yeah. Uh, Michaelis earned it from what he did last year. So that's the direction that I took it from uh, in hearing that. I still am a guy that looks at him as maybe being a bullpen guy. Um, the other thing that I took from it is uh, Gomber and Hudson are still working with starters. And the other thing that really intrigued me tim was as i was listening to this and then yesterday i guess it was yesterday that um alex reyes is not going to throw a bullpen and they moved him up to hit to throw against live hitters right that caught my attention yeah. and so shows some confidence on where yeah, he is absolutely and you know here's a guy and i've been saying it to you from day one when we started doing this show it's a normal off season. So normal off season means he goes into spring training as a normal starter, quote unquote. So he's doing everything that he's been asked to do. He's in great shape. The arms in great shape. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, if, if he goes to them and says, look, this is my career and I have nothing. He, and they know this too. He has nothing else to prove against triple a hitters. Anybody in the minor leagues, he's got elite stuff of major league pitchers, um, and clearly they're going to do what's best for him health-wise. But I, I think by them saying, "Hey, we're going to have you go against live hitters the other day," that then is speeding up to an extent his process, and they feel comfortable with it where he is physically. Then that's moving the the steps forward right. to get him on track and saying, "Okay." Then the next step is a live game, you know, sometime next week. 
Um, right. and, and that, I think that's where they're going with this, Tim. I really do. I'm curious what you think. And we, we welcome our uh, viewers and listeners to uh, post their questions, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Uh, we get it all at the Triad Bank viewer line online at triadbanking.com. Jim Regna and his staff at uh, Clayton and Lindbergh in Frontenac. That's uh, where we recommend you set up your commercial bank, triadbanking.com. You said last week, Dan, that uh, you thought it would be a real possibility for Carlos Martinez to wind up in the bullpen, and you thought it would make sense. I do. How does this news impact that? Well, I, you know, first of all, I always say at times you don't manage uh, a game in April as you would manage later in the season. Yeah. I do believe that because you save bullets. Um, I also would say that you don't manage a roster the same way that you would manage the the roster in, let's say, August and September, maybe late July, meaning that Carlos Martinez, and last year was a good example, you know, it was the end of the season, he was not going to be able to make it back as a starter, so you put him in the bullpen. There's still time that he could be a starter, I mean, at the beginning of the season, but they've got flexibility to where, you know, if if you wanted to say that that Austin Gomber, you wanted a lefty in your rotation, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like Hudson as a starter? I mean, man, his resume is about as good as it gets to be a starter. Right. PCL pitcher of the year. Yeah. I mean, there he is. Although you'd say that sinker, I like him to get a double play coming out of the bullpen with runners on. That that would certainly be a case for that. I, I just think Tim. His flexibility gives you an opportunity to put him in the bullpen. Now, you also could make the case in saying his injury would not be conducive then on back-to-back days. I I, I would understand that. I I can make that point. Um, But I've been bullish on the (laughs) idea of making him a closer. I I just – I like it. Mm -hmm. I I like the fact that if you have in the NL Central the flexibility of of, um, Miller – against these lefties in the seventh or the eighth and saving Hicks for the eighth. I like that. And then knowing that Martinez is there for the ninth. um, Again, I I understand why people would want him in the rotation because his stuff is so good uh, every fifth day. I also like the idea that he comes to the ballpark prepared mentally to compete every day. And I do think there's something to that. And I also think if you look at what he did as a starter, numbers-wise, you know, he was not elite last year. First innings were a problem. So maybe there is something to him being a closer. So as as this spring training goes on, I, I would love to ask, and I will, Mike Maddox, Mike Schilt, John Mosellock about, about that and where their mindset is with it. Um, but, you know, as we go along and, and when he comes back, um, and I think these questions are all valid. Um, we have to see where he's at physically in the two weeks. Yeah. Then get him on the Cardinals throwing program and then make that evaluation. And a lot of it, I think, is dependent, too, on on where other players are as well. Because when they emerge, I think that's legitimate then to say some of their issues or non-issues fall into what you might want to do with Martinez too. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for that. I can't wait to see what they decide to do with that. And of course, what guys do here over the next few weeks will determine their comfort level with that. A lot of fans immediately saw that news, Dan, and said, what about Dallas Keuchel? 
your thoughts on that? I, I think their depth is good. I, I don't know if you're necessarily wanting to go out and spend that money on him with what you have youth-wise in in your rotation now. Um, considering the fact that you have, just off the top of my head, but you've got Reyes, you've got Gomber, you've got Ponce de Leon, you've got Martinez locked up. I mean, you've got a lot of guys locked up going forward. So it's not so much with the now, but you've got a budget going forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something to consider where your money now may need to be budgeted for first base, third base, left field, right field, center field going forward because Bader's going to have to get paid and those kind of things. But again, um, would I love to have him? Oh, you bet. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, if you think there's going to be a work stoppage, which I don't think that's going to happen. I, I do. I mean, there's three years left. I, I know that a lot of people are like gloom and doom. I'm not one of those people. I don't think that these people would ever on both sides get to the point that, hey, we're going to shut this thing down. I just don't believe that. Um, so that means that in business like you do and I do and we run different things, you got to budget forward. Right. You know, you, you got to think of other areas that you want to budget, but they have young pitching coming. Um and that also means, you know, Ryan Helsley and some others sure. that have not emerged that will emerge. That's going the guy Mazalak said he's keeping the closest eye on this spring. That's the one as... I said too. Yeah. You remember I yeah, said you that. You did. You were on that. Last spring, um, I found him to be the most impressive in camp that no one talked about. I'm just the eye test. Yeah. I don't see their analytics. I hope to see more of it now with Mike Shield as the manager, that he'll yeah. allow me to see more of those yeah. things. Not all of it. I mean, I'm not privy to everything, but some things I think he'll allow me to know. Um, maybe more so than the previous regime. And um, when I watched him pitched, uh, pitch, he was the guy that caught my eye. And if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, we would have, I, I'm confident in saying this, we would have seen him last year. And the Cardinals would not have protected him on the 40-man this year unless they felt that he was going to make an impact yeah. this year. So for fans that are watching us, if you can just picture Rosenthal, Segrist, <clears throat> Martinez, when they came up, he's in that same yeah. ilk. So he's been a starter. He can relieve um, primarily probably 90% of what he's done, if not more, has been as a starter. But he would be that guy that if you needed help, he's that guy you could push forward that also may change your thinking on guys like Hudson, Flaherty, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, excuse me, Hudson, um, uh, some of the others, the Gombers, the other Ponce de Leon's that could help in your bullpen or reverse it, he's the kind of guy that yeah. can fit those those roles too. So that's why I'm saying they've got others coming that keep in mind that gives them flexibility. We are in the Design Air Heating and Cooling Studios. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. They are the number one train dealer in the Midwest. Dan has had them to his home. I've had them to my home. We recommend you have them to your home, whether it's to be your furnace checked or to get your air conditioning checked when it starts to warm up in St. Louis you want Design Air Heating and Cooling as the company you turn to. Seth Goldcamp and his family have been doing it since 1904. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Your reaction to Manny Machado getting 10 years, $300 million from the San Diego Padres? Interesting. If you, the, the first thing I thought was, well, what do the players that have come out and been upset Right. What do they think now? That's 300 million. That's 300 big ones. Boom. There it is. Owner paid for it and an owner went 10 years. Also found it interesting that Manny didn't bet on himself. If the reports are true that there was 250 with an additional 
what was it, $100 million that he could have made, so it could have gone up to $350 million. I found that kind of interesting, yeah, you know, that he surprise. didn't want to bet on himself to make an additional, what, $50 million, I guess it could have been, or whatever the case may would have been on that. Um, now, uh, the, the further, to, to, I think the, the additional point on this is what does Harper get? You know, I feel like I'm going to move mm-hmm. move action in on 10 years, 320 from the Phillies. It seems to be Phillies or bust, right? right. Um, but if Washington was there for 300, um, would they go back to the well? Now, some things have changed, you know, with their acquisitions this offseason. You know, what's interesting standpoint. to me that no one talks about the agents. Oh, God, that's what all I, I've said. This is Lozano versus Boris. Period. Yeah, why, I really why, felt that way. Why isn't that being talked about? I think for the average fan, most people know Boris's name. I don't know if they know Lozano's name as well, but I always felt like this was a standoff in a game of chicken with those two. What do you think? For why do you sure. Bring it, yeah. For yeah. sure that is. Yeah. Um, so there's no way that Harper goes But why less. aren't they complicit a little bit in this? Like You're 100 I couldn't agree with you more like, on that. You know, players get upset and and then the owners you know they they take heat because people say or fans say well the owners are tanking i mean just generalizations here owners are tanking and the best players aren't on the field and um guys are getting paid enough because the best players aren't on the field right now and they should be getting more money well at some point aren't aren't agents part of this too and they're the ones that are i mean you're hearing if you follow the game like we follow it closely there are players that are flipping agents and there's no accountability for that that shouldn't be happening and and agents are stealing players well at some point there's got to be accountability for that um and and there's no doubt in what you just said is 100 percent correct that it's boris against lozano on these guys and who's going to get it's a game of chicken who's going to get more um and by the way those guys do a fabulous job getting their clients Great money. I mean, guy just got three hundred million dollars. That's right. a lot of money. Um, but that's that's part of the problem here, and and that's there needs to be something done in that regard to fix what is happening in in what's going on here with Major League Baseball. And I don't know what to do to fix that problem, but there's got to be something done in to fix the the this jumping around like there's got to be a penalty for that yeah. there's got to be a penalty for stealing players like that that can't happen and that's a problem too that needs to be fixed yeah i think that there's something to be said for that i've been wondering that the whole time it's like okay who's going to blink first machado got the 10 right. 300 so there's no way in my opinion that boris allows harper to go for anything less especially considering the reports of the 10 years 300 million that was on right. the table at the end of the season from the nationals uh, people, I don't know how valid it is, and you got to be so careful with it because people have been starving for mm-hmm. news on Harper. And then one guy, and I'm not trying to downplay him, it's just you try to look, re- reported that the Padres are also in on Harper. Um, sure. Now this well, is they a, have this a great is Rosenthal, system. or to take your pick of right. somebody, but but that that started to make its way around social media today. Well, I had heard, you know, like all of us, that they were in on Harper what a few weeks ago too. Um, man, if they got both, wow! And they have a great farm system too. So you complement those two players with that farm system. Yeah. People are asking like, why all that? Where I like out of nowhere that organization? My thought process, and this is a topic that's near and dear to our hearts, uh, and that is. Our friends at the NFL. Did I do that well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't give them, though, the time of day to say, 
See, I didn't even give him that. You didn't even do it. No. Yeah, you just kind of faded him. But, uh, see, Chris is probably like, what are you talking about? Well, we lost yeah. the Rams. You might be familiar with that deal and are yeah. not happy about it. But the Chargers We're lost. just a little upset. <laughs> the Chargers uh, left San Diego. Didn't Bob Nightingale write about this? I think he did. Oh, was, did he apply? I think now, he I, did. now I feel terrible. I thought I had this original thought process, no. and I, I don't know what fact, he wrote. But I think th- this he did. is they're trying to capitalize on the, the vacancy in that market sure. and go all in. I mean, they have a, obviously they have a beautiful ballpark, uh, awesome place. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. It's great. That goes incredible. Yeah, and and they can really capture the market and get both those guys yeah. there. In addition to something that most people understandably in St. Louis, you're familiar with the farm system. It's part of the lexicon in St. Louis to be familiar with minor league players, but in San Diego, they have a hell of a farm system as well. And if you complement that with Chris and I were talking about it before, uh, Hosmer who struggled, then got it going a little bit in the second half, right? Along with Machado and Harper and a farm system, maybe they can capture those San Diego sports dollars that were, uh, left on the table when the Chargers moved wow. to play in a soccer stadium in Carson. What did Knighton get? Was that what he was writing about? That's my, that's my I, thought I, process. Because people are like, where are the Padres coming from? You I, know? I think I saw it. I was actually going to go back and read <clears throat> online tonight. I try to read a bunch of papers online, but I thought I saw Bob tweet that out. I, I could be mistaken. Maybe the Charger a, tie-in? Yeah. yeah, just, you know, there's a vacancy there and, and you go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, as we all know in San Diego, a lot of things to do. Sure. I mean... Beautiful, you know, city, great people. Um, God, I love that place. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Um, and it'd be really interesting how you would market that. But one way to do it, I always say this, the best marketing is to win. Mm-hmm. You win, you can market. Um, but if the football team is left after 50 plus years and you're really the only game in town. And again, I'm not from there. I, I don't like saying vague things like that because there's other sports entities there. And I don't want to be disrespectful to other things that might be there, but that is a major sports franchise of the four major North American leagues. They're the only game in town, right? You know, you're talking about then getting the two major, um, players in free agency. I mean, big ones, the odds you could have gotten at the start of the off season of them both going to one place would have been high, much less to San Diego. Sure. You know, I mean, so I, I don't know if, but, but, but here's the thing. That's all chips in, man. Oh my God. Uh, The thing that I wonder about, and this is just kind of, is is it Boris just trying to make sure that he gets the absolute most to make sure that it's ahead of Machado or is it Harper going to do that? I don't really want to play in Philadelphia. Well, I, because I would, once once Machado went to San Diego, it's like okay, well Harper's going to Philadelphia. I, I you know, I was thinking about that. You know, as a, I looked at it a couple of ways. So Bryce Harper has been scrutinized. His, and in scrutiny is a weird way to describe it. But I mean, he has been, been under the microscope. Under the microscope. He's so young when he got to major leagues. Right? His entire life as a baseball player since he's probably been ten years old. Right. right? He's been this prodigy. So he goes to Philly. Is it really going to be that big a deal? I don't know. Um, is it really worth uh, or every last dollar and penny to him to get the top contract? Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah, I can't yep, say yep, yep. that. Um, I do know this. If he goes that ballpark, he could put up monster, and I mean monster numbers, because that ballpark, Tim. The short portion, right? Look at Ryan Howard. Ryan yeah. Howard developed a swing that when he would hit a routine fly ball to left field, it turned into a three-run homer. Yeah. You know, you could hit fly balls to left from a right uh, being a left-handed batter that any other ballpark, a lot of times a fly ball 
was caught. And in that ballpark, I mean, you can rake. Yeah. Now, you go to San Diego, there are left-handed batters where it becomes a mind game there. Now, you have the marine layer coming in off the ocean um, at night, and you have a, a ballpark that is very deep. In va- I mean, it is vast. Yeah. They play mind games on you. It's yeah. a difficult place to play for an offensive player in terms of trying to put up numbers. But I also thought if Bryce Harper goes there in the prime of his career um, and and gets settled, like gets comfortable, um, and the media is kind of off him a little bit because he just he gets in a groove, he could put up monster numbers. And if he wins there, yeah. wow. I yeah. mean, he becomes beloved. But if you go there and you struggle and you're the highest paid player in the game, that is tough. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've been the prodigy and you've dealt with the media and you think you can handle it. I don't care who you are. It's very, very difficult. Now, do you want to deal with that? Or do you want to go to San Diego and live in one of the most beautiful places in the world, still make your money and may not put up the best numbers, but be comfortable? Quality of life is pretty good out there, you know? So it's what you want. It, it, it'd be really interesting to know I, what he's thinking. I am. Uh, I can't wait to see what winds up happening. I thought it was just a foregone conclusions uh, conclusion. Uh, this question here, uh, because this is the next one that's coming uh, in the Triad Bank viewer chat line, Triad Bank online at triadbanking.com. Submit your questions on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. If the Rockies don't sign Nolan Arenado to an extension, you guys think the Cardinals will go after Arenado next year? Well, I think the interest would certainly be there. Um, I think it really depends potentially on the Dodgers. This is just my opinion, and this is not from anything the Cardinals uh, would say. And this also, you always have to factor in, in my mind, what the Yankee, any big market team, what what they want to do. But... He is a guy that may want to go back to California. And so I think you and I were talking maybe in October or November, and we started talking about Nolan Arenado. And first of all, I think if you're the Rockies franchise, when you have an iconic player, and he is an iconic player, he's one of the, he will go down as one of the greatest defensive players ever before it's all said and done. How about that? I, I really believe that. Um, Early going, it's sure trending that way. When I watch him play third base, he made a play in St. Louis. Um, and I'm not sure I've seen any third baseman in the, the Cardinals ballpark, uh, the Bush stadium three that I've ever seen come close to going down on a fly ball. And it was a fly ball. I'm going to say fly ball, not a pop-up down the third baseline with his back to home plate, a la Terry Pendleton, Terry Pendleton 85. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was unbelievable. So if you can envision where the, uh, the stands come in, yeah. and then you have hardly any foul territory. Right, 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 right. He was at that part of the ballpark, God. and he made the play that far down the line and made the catch. I've never seen a, a third baseman come within probably 10, 15 feet, and that's where he made the play. Um, and then I, I've seen him in, like, you know, BP and stuff and how he picks it in his hands and then just regular plays in games, and we watch him on a limited amount of time, um, unfortunately, which I hate. That's the part of interleague play in an unbalanced schedule. We don't see these great players It's interesting that you say enough. that because I had Bill DeWitt on TMA last week, and he said if there's something he'd like to see change, it's that the uh, 
Cardinals, and of course that means everybody yeah. would play teams from the league more often. It, it, I I don't like it. Yeah. I want to see the Dodgers more, and so what? It's one trip to L.A. Yeah, and Dodgers make one trip to St. That's Louis, it. right? Yeah. I don't like that part of it. I yeah. think we need to go back to more of the seeing the National League teams more. But back to the question about Arenado, um, I think the Rockies, to save face with their franchise and their fans, would have to make every possible effort to re-sign him. And maybe knowing full well that it can't be done, but to save face publicly, right. I think you have to make those offers and at least doing the best you can financially to to make the effort. Um, and if he turns it down, he turns it down. And then once he becomes a free agent, um, I would think that the Dodgers, with a guy from California, uh, from that area, I believe, and I think he grew up a Dodger fan, if, if memory is correct, um, then they try to get him. Yeah. And then if that if that falls through, everybody's going to try to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would assume the Cardinals would love to try to get him. And if I'm the Cardinals, I'm calling Larry Walker. Yeah. And I'm calling, um, oh man, I'm, I'm calling uh, Matt Holiday. Yeah. And I'm saying, guys, let's put on the, the full court press right. and yeah. let's try to get this guy. And, and we'd love to have him here in St. Louis. And he he just seems like he would be the prototypical cardinal yeah. you know i mean it, it's funny i mean you know we say that stuff it all it many times it comes down to dollars and cents right, right. but um man would he be a great fit in st louis and among the the, the players i've covered uh, he's one of the great defensive players i've ever seen yeah you put he's him awesome. in He's awesome. Boston or L.A. with their World Series matchup, what Houston's experienced over the last years. The Yankees have been in the mix, and he's their third baseman. That guy is a a face of the game, and he could be just a year away from being that once free agency rolls around. Let's do one more question in the Triad Bank viewer chat line, and it is a topic, and I'm certainly curious your opinion on this. Uh, I think Rick Hummel's chat on stltoday.com got people going about it when he said he could see the Cardinals starting Ozuna on the DL, even though Mike Schilt, I, I saw that. I, I was, I, I didn't, I, yeah. I just took me back. But yeah. Anyway, Mike, Mike Schilt, I was standing right next to Mike Schilt when he said, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's just going through a process and we don't expect there to be any issues. It was kind of a, you know, casual statement. And then Rick Hummel, who's all, who's down here and yeah. you know, hall of famer said he could see him starting on the DL. What is your opinion on that? Should Cardinal fans be concerned about that arm? Uh, I'm sure what we saw last year is fresh in people's minds. I am, uh, Reserving judgment. So I'm, I'm not sidestepping uh, the question. So I was asked about this the other day, and um, my answer, I, I was on Bernie Miklas and, and Michelle, uh, Michelle's show, and <clears throat> what I said was, well, essentially, he wasn't throwing last year. So what I'm more concerned about more than ever is just how his swing looks, uh, um, especially with anything off speed, if he's out in front, you know, where he's at mechanically. Um and so when the games start, that's where I'm going to be keeping an eye on it. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're watching him in BP, man, he looks, yeah. looks, looks good. Um, but I'm, I'm just reserving judgment, especially towards probably the middle of March, Tim. And, and then at that point, if it flares up, then obviously you got a problem. But, you know, I, I had not heard that from anybody. Now, maybe Rick has information that I'm not privy to. Um, but no, I. Well, the manager I, flat out said he's not. Yeah, He's I had not, not heard that. that. So, so that was a surprise when Rick said you know. it. But I mean, it's Rick Hummel, so people take it. Sure, and I, I can understand why. Why with the credibility? So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um, but I, 
I'm so excited about Saturday, though. I'm, I'm excited to see the lineup and see how what regulars are in, how it's constructed. Um, is Fowler going to be at the top? You know, would 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 you want him in the two? Because you could see if if Fowler's right, the flexibility it could give you because of being a switch hitter, right. maybe sandwiched between Carpenter and and Goldschmidt, um, or would Goldschmidt be a two? Um, that intrigues me. I mean, it, it it's going to be fun. Yeah. I I'm I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, it all starts this Saturday on. Fox Sports Midwest. <laughs> That's right. Hello, Set friends. it up. I just got the ball over to you. Need to Thank you very with a much. Nice that was little, very... Yeah. We had you got to get the ball there. It was kind of like an alley-oop. Here comes Dan. And I had a little... Uh, Here comes Dan. <laughs> I had a little Nancy I'm in there. <laughs> I did like that. Hello, friends. I, was, I liked the little Nancy right there. Uh, hey, uh, congratulations one more time to Sarah Golden. She is the winner of the Mattress Direct Hot Stove Show giveaway. And so Sarah... And a guest will be flying down here to Palm Beach International Airport in two weeks to spend three nights at PGA National Resort and enjoy some Cardinal baseball when the Cardinals take on the Astros in two Saturdays. I'm sure that's on Fox Sports Midwest. Dan will have the call. How many games you got? Uh, 20? 15. 15. So the first three, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Sweet. Yeah. Fox Sports Go, for those of you not in the uh, St. Louis area. That's how I've been enjoying the Blues winning streak. I'll be locked in. Nerding out on uh, they're on they're on tonight, right? Uh, yes, indeed. Blues yep. at Dallas tonight, and yep. uh, been locked in on that. Was it trying for what twelve this tonight? This is uh, trying for it's twelve. Unbelievable. Isn't it nuts? It's awesome. Yeah, good yeah. for the city. Oh my it's god, great. it's super cool. Remember, we were going to games. We were doing our hockey nights. And we're and like, like, who are they going to trade? <laughs> <laughs> this team stinks uh, right now. Exactly, and it's like, oh great, they beat Colorado. That was our one in December. I'm back like, on the bandwagon. Like, oh my god, yeah, I'm yelling in my I room the other night watching on the. Uh, the NBC uh, on NBC Sports on Tuesday night. So yeah, super cool. And if you are wanting to watch the Cardinals when you're on the go, it's the Fox Sports Go app, and you can listen to uh, Dan and see the Cardinals in action down here in Jupiter, Florida. It all starts on Saturday. Thank you to Mattress Direct, Pat McKern and his great staff, the locals uh, at STLMattress.com for their presenting sponsorship and for sponsoring the trip down here for Sarah Golden, our winner, along with Design Air Heating and Cooling and Triad Bank. For everyone here in Jupiter, Florida, Chris and Dan and myself, thanks for watching another edition of the Hot Stove Show. We'll see you again next week.